First Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. So Father, I pray that you would grant us not only to taste but to drink deeply of your goodness and that by it we would indeed experience the deep fibers of our faith being strengthened and our love and all of our all the fruits of the holy spirit growing in us as we look at this together i ask this in jesus name amen so a hugely important word here and clearly refers back to what was before right so uh, means therefore because of this whatever came before because of that now put away all malice and deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander so what went before here are the verses that come just before namely you have been born again and the stress of our newness is that it happened with imperishable seed abiding word of god that um, remains forever so those three indicators show that being born again through the living and abiding word of God, having been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and abiding word of God that remains forever, is that this newness that we have, having been born again, is a newness of durability and hope and unshakable assurance about our future. And that word that caused us to be born again is defined as the good news that was preached to us. Therefore, because you are new, you, you have unshakable hope. Therefore, put away, which means that the, the commands in the Bible to become active. Now you do something here. You put away these bad feelings and these bad practices. The, the commands in the Bible to become active follow and are based upon the work of God to make us new. We were passive here. We're active here. God made us new. And now on the basis of our newness and our hope, he tells us, all right, Put away things that don't accord with your newness. And we're going to come back to this verse next time and look at every one of these in detail. So just for now, get that principle that because you are already new, 
You have been made God's child by new birth, and you have an unshakable hope. Be about becoming what you are. Be about bringing your life into conformity to this newness in the new birth by getting rid of all malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, all slander. Now, this is what I want to talk about this time, the remainder of this down here, and we'll come back to that next time and show how it relates. Like newborn infants. So now you can see he's still thinking about this new birth up here that he talked about in 122 to 25. Like newborn infants. And I don't think he means he's only talking to baby Christians. I think he means that the analogy here is when you're born again, like an infant, do what infants do. They long. This word is desire. Desire for the pure, desire, long for the pure spiritual milk. Now, what is that? Well, in the context, I would suggest that it is the Word of God that we saw up here mentioned. We were born again by the living and abiding Word of God, that is the gospel. So, just as you were brought into being by the Word of God and our infants by virtue of being born by the Word now long for what it was that brought you into being so by it you may be sustained in life. The very Word that brought us into being uh, sustains us. But I think we can be more specific about what the spiritual milk is because he says here in verse 3, if indeed you have tasted So this taste relates to this longing here. When you long for it and drink it, you taste it. If indeed you have tasted, and this comes from Psalm 34, 8. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. So the taste of this milk is the goodness of the Lord. The milk, I think, still is the the word of God. Just as you have been brought into being by and made newborn infants by the word of God, now long for it. If indeed you have tasted and found that the word in the word, the Lord is good. So what marks out a newborn person is that anybody can read the word, right? You don't have to be born again to read the word. But if you taste in the word of God the goodness of the Lord, if you see the Lord and you know his goodness in Jesus Christ, in the gospel that's referred to in verse 25, then that's evidence that you are born again. And what happens when you taste the milk is that you grow up. You start growing into salvation. Like newborn babes long for the pure spiritual milk that, here's the purpose of drinking and, and uh, eating, you may grow. And the result of growth is that you attain unto, you reach, you arrive at salvation, which raises the question, whoa, are, are, aren't we saved already? Well, yes, in a sense, we are because we are already born again. And to be born again is to be saved out of your deadness into the newness of standing as a child of God. But here in 1 Peter 1, 3-5, by God's power, we are being guarded through faith 
for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. So you can see that salvation for Peter is a future reality mainly. That's the way he's thinking about it. Or a few verses later in chapter 1, verse 9, we obtain the outcome of our faith, the salvation of our souls. So back to 1 to 3. We are growing toward, toward unto salvation. We're going to arrive into salvation fully, though we certainly are saved right now, and we are being saved as we grow because we've seen that it's God who is keeping us, and we're going to arrive at salvation. So the lesson there is the Christian life is not to be thought of as mechanical or as automatic. It is a organic, dynamic process. We are born, and therefore we eat or drink, and therefore we grow, and therefore we arrive at salvation. Don't ever think that eating and drinking the Word of God and growing by it is optional or marginal in the Christian life. It is as essential as in ordinary life. And this does not undermine our assurance and our confidence, this great unshakable hope that we have here, because God's power is guarding us. We are being guarded by God's power through faith for a salvation. Our assurance doesn't lie in the fact that uh, once we believed, we are automatically home free. Our assurance lies in the fact that God keeps his own. God produces the faith that leads to salvation, and he does it because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And that's what this milk is here. This milk is the mediation to our souls of this kindness and that kindness is what feeds our faith, which grows us up to salvation. And next time, what we want to do is see how all of that results in our ability to put away malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander.